This is a recording of A Note on Chiasmus in Abraham, chapter 3, verses 22 to 23, by Julie M. Smith. Originally published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, volume 8, 2014, pages 187 through 190, read by Scott Dunaway. This audio recording is copyrighted under a Creative Commons license and may be freely distributed if it remains unchanged. The journal and its website are credited and is for non-commercial use. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon Scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com. Chiasmus, or inverted parallelism, is well known to most students of Mormon studies. This note explores one instance of it in Abraham chapter 3, verses 22 to 23. Upper A. Now the Lord had shown unto me, Abraham, the intelligences that were organized before the world was. Upper B. And among all these there were many of the noble and great ones. Upper C. And God saw these souls that they were good. Upper D. And he stood in the midst of them, and he said, E. These I will make my rulers. Lower D. For he stood among those that were spirits. Lower C. And he saw that they were good. Lower B. And he said unto me, Abraham, thou art one of them. Lower A. Thou wast chosen before thou wast born. Historically, most Mormon scholars with an interest in chiasmus have focused on its apologetic value. I will leave that line of inquiry to those whose interests tend in that direction. My interests are in literary approaches to scripture. In this case, a literary analysis of this scripture both heightens and clarifies the meaning of the passage. The upper A and lower A lines emphasize the timing of the passage. The topic here is what was happening in the pre-mortal realm. These lines also hint at a relationship between being, quote, organized, end quote, and being, quote, chosen, end quote. This association deserves cons further consideration and may help elucidate what it means for spirits to be, quote, organized, end quote, especially since both are described with a passive voice. The upper B and lower B lines introduce the idea of the, quote, noble and great ones, end quote, and place Abraham among their number. From a literary perspective, it is interesting that Abraham is apparently unaware of his position among the noble and great ones until near the end of the passage. Perhaps the information was presented to Abraham in this manner to make clear that the emphasis should be, not be on himself, but rather on all of the rulers. The upper C and lower C lines are very virtually identical, with references to God seeing that the souls are good. Both lines echo language from the creation accounts, God seeing good, and perhaps at least thematically extend the creation backwards into the pre-mortal realm. These lines might also shed a little light on what it means when the creation accounts describe the various stages of the creation as, quote, good. End quote. The implication in this passage is that they are organized and great. The upper D and lower D lines are very similar to each other, are at first perplexing because their references to where God is standing seem rather mundane in comparison to the doctrinal richness of the rest of the passage. But when read on a symbolic level, they position God literally, quote, 
in the midst, end quote, of the souls and affirm his association with them. In this structure, the, quote, noble and great ones, end quote, the, quote, rulers, end quote, are symbolically surrounded by God. This is reminiscent of how Matthew's gospel introduces Jesus as, quote, Emmanuel, end quote, which, as Matthew takes pains to inform us, means, quote, God with us, end quote. That gospel ends with Jesus promising that he will be with them always. The point in Matthew and Abraham is that the righteous are in a sense surrounded by the divine presence. The E-line calls the careful reader's attention to the fact that the selection of these noble ones as rulers is the focal point of the passage. This is perhaps the most important result of an analysis of the chiastic structure, because it makes clear that this passage is not primarily about Abraham, despite the references to him at the beginning and the end, but rather about the ruling role of all of the noble and great ones, because the central lines emphasizes God's action of, quote, making, end quote. The creation themes mentioned previously are re-emphasized. The structure also comments on God's actions. God's, quote, making, end quote, action is central and is surrounded by standing in the midst of God's creations, and then surrounded by God's seeing action. This seeing, standing, making structure posits God as active and involved in creation. Further, note how the form coheres with the content. The tight and deliberate literary structure of the passage by itself emphasizes the idea of a plan and structure for the life of the earth. Finally, I note that Abraham chapter 3, verses 22 to 23, is one of the scripture mastery passages, and this otherwise difficult-to-memorize text becomes much easier to remember when the chiasmus is recognized. This has been a recording of A Note on Chiasmus in Abraham chapter 3, verses 22 to 23, by Julie M. Smith. Originally published in Interpreter, A Journal of Mormon Scripture, Volume 8, 2014, pages 187 through 190. Read by Scott Dunaway. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon Scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com.